to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, uh, Billiken fans. We're back here uh, speaking with head coach Lisa Stone. We're halfway through the A-10 schedule. Been a lot of uh, interesting games. We've uh, we've sh- the Billikens have shown different looks. Mm-hmm. We've been a different team several different times. Um, how do you see where we sit today? We've obviously we've got a big game tomorrow against St. Joe's. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had different players take on different roles as we've gone through. Um, so where do we sit, and what? Uh, how do you see the Atlantic Ten right now? Well, I I think the Atlantic Ten is wide open, quite honestly, and I. I look at our team and our, our youth and our um, recent maturity. Um, I think the game with uh, St. Bonaventure was a good test for us because we had gone on the road at Dayton and Fordham, two of the top teams in the league, with a chance to win both games. Uh, offensively struggled, but our defensive rebound have kept us in the game. And VCU, our home game, uh, the leader on our pink game, a great crowd, great efforts by our entire department to get a great crowd for that. Where we started off, we were up 16 to 5, playing great offense. Adversity hits as it did at Dayton, as it did at Fordham. And there was a playing not to lose mentality. And we've talked a lot about it as our team in terms of trying to push through that. You know, there's going to be ebbs and flows of a game and momentum changes and so forth. And that game, the same Bonaventure game, they made a late run and we answered for the first time. Third quarter has been kind of our, you know, our little puzzling piece of, of those recent games. But uh, lately, uh, we've started to work our way through that. Now, you had mentioned uh, other players have stepped up and taken on different roles, and our guards really carried us in our most recent win over or George Washington. And Rachel Kent had obviously hit the game winner uh, over Duquesne, a really good Duquesne team at home. So some confidence is – I think confidence really – at the end of the day, really is what it's about, and and uh, our kids believing and and understanding that our identity is defense and rebounding, and we've really been doing a great job. We're right on the cusp of uh, being the top defensive team in the conference, uh, one of the top rebounding teams in the league, etc. But offensively, that's starting to come together too. So if you can put those things together and have February be our our big month. Um, we're right on the cusp, and we're right there, and just focus on the next game. And with St. Joe's, they're very well coached, and they have a very offensive-minded team, um, very strong defensively as well. But uh, you know, we've got to we've got to take care of home court and, and continue this momentum that we've most recently have had. You talk about the young team, but one of the most uh, um, fascinating, uh, great stories, in my opinion, is Kendra Wilkin. Yeah, Kendra is Kendra's the kid that is is. I just love Kendra because she's been through all of it as a player. Her first year, before the first game even started, she didn't want to play anymore. She didn't really think that this was for her. And then worked her way through it, found a little love for it, played behind the Sadie Stepanoviches and the Maddie Gitts and the you know players that she had to play come off the bench for. Her sophomore year, her dear friend Paige Rockers, who ended up being one of our best players her senior year, um, really kind of helped the two of them help talk their way through go to practice every day work really hard I've coached Kendra hard we've talked about conditioning her entire career 
and it it struck home going into her senior year. She's having the best year of her of her four years. Obviously, she's a mainstay starter. She's strong inside. She catches most things. She can score inside, defend inside, and she can play more than three minutes at a time. Prior to this year, she was three minutes and out. And I'm really proud of Kendra because now she can be that voice and that ear for maybe somebody that's on the bench that thinks they should have more playing time and to encourage them to stay ready, stay in shape. You know, if she, your number's called, make the best of your minutes. And she's been a great leader for us. She really has. Um, she's already been uh, um, selected to, to uh, work at SSM uh, for her internship this summer. Um, she's really excited about that. She's going to do some medical coding. She's very bright. Um, and just uh, she's just uh, the, the team mom, if you will, in some ways. But you know, people can go to her because she's been through the highs and lows of a four-year career. Right. Well, it's just, it's always rewarding when you get to see those those kids that had to fight through it the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. It was not easy. And so she put the work in, and then she's seen the rewards. So it's pretty cool when you see a person like that playing well and getting double-doubles, and more importantly, being a really, really important part of what we've got to have. Yeah. You know, what she brings to the table inside has been a huge asset to us. She's been a great leader. You know, when we when I announced her as the captain of our team, she sw- she welled up and now takes that very seriously. We, whether it's a team meeting or on the road or we're doing something at a team dinner or something, she's a, a great voice and uh, she keeps the locker room in check. She she report you know she is a, has a voice with me and very very well connected. I, I'm I'm really proud of Kendra and. I, I hope February is a great month for her as well because she could be the most improved player in our league um, with, you know, the, at the halfway point of the of the A-10. So what's it going to take for us to compete to win the A-10 championship? We have to continue to understand that who we are, who we are. We defend and we rebound. That has to be, that's going to get you where you need to be. And we have to get a few people, other people scoring. Now, You've watched Rachel shoot the ball, Chris, and you're like, get, get her the ball, get her the ball. And before the GW game, she passed their first three possessions, she passed up open shots. And I looked, I said, listen, you'd pass up no more open shots. You need to shoot the ball. You're open, I want you to shoot it. And she rips off five straight threes. She is uh, a thinker. Um, we ask a lot about her, of her as a freshman, you know, to defend and rebound as well as make shots. Um, she's playing at a higher level. I think that... Um, that shot against uh, Duquesne was was a yeah. big confidence boost for her, Kai, and it was great. Actually, the the more important piece was Kaija kicked it. Yeah, because sometimes Kaija, who's terrific, might keep that and try to make that game winner, and she with, kicked with it. Three seconds to go. That's hard. It's hard to see yes. that person and kick it. It I is. Mean, it's way more natural as a player like Kaija or whoever, whether it was she, Jackie in the day. Yeah. Put your head down and go make a play, right? Yep. But for her to have the vision. To see her out on the wing and hit her, I mean, it was uh, it was textbook. But it's it's not easy to to run the textbook. Well, I I credit Kaija too. Kaija has kind of taken on a new swagger to her as well, and not just as our point guard and, and playmaker and so forth, but on the defensive end, we're now giving her the top assignment defensively. At GW, she had their point guard, and she she picked her clean on the first one, went in for a layup. That sets the tone defensively for us. It all starts on that end, but we're also moving the ball better offensively. We're moving, we're passing, we're having more assists and turnovers, and you know, it was pa- 
passing still an area that we've got to get better at, our, our sureness and our hand-to-hand passing and completing passes. But we've got to have a couple other people step up scoring. Maya Clark has had a great game the other day. That That's another confidence thing for her if we have another guard um, that can score. You know, they key on Rachel. Maya might have a drive, and, and she's been shooting the ball pretty well from not only the free-throw line but the three-point line. Um, Kendra and Miriama. Miriama is, is somebody, too, that, that demonstrates uh, – uh, unbelievable defensive and, and rebounding presence and then an offense it becomes just a different person and and Mariama knows it everybody that knows him knows that and I just I said let loose girl just let it go let it go and play if she we can get another complimentary score with our post inside because when we rotate Brooke in and right now Brooke has practiced as well as she has all year she's looking to score she's looking to run the floor Julia Martinez came in and, and hit her a one to five pass the other day against George Washington that that's the transition that we, we've not been having lately, yeah. that now we have more people scoring, and that will take some pressure off our defense. But at the end of the day, no matter whether that ball is going in or not, we have to continue to defend and rebound. And, you know, we've wrinkled in some zone. We've wrinkled in some trapping. We've wrinkled in um, some switching, um, different looks um, that really, I think, spearheaded how well we're playing defensively against Dayton. Dayton's a really good team. They're 9-0 in the league. Um, they get to come back here, which is what we're looking forward to as well, along with um, uh, Fordham on our kids' game. We, we've got a lot of great opportunities ahead of us, but uh, we're, we're just really trying to dial in on the next game. And the next game being St. Joe's. What's, what's it going to take? St. Joe's, um, again, uh, their coach, Cindy Griffin, and I are, are buddies, and uh, I actually talked to her just a little bit ago to make sure they, they get out of town and get here uh, before the snowstorm, and, and uh, if there even is one but her teams are are always very well coached they're 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 gritty they play with high energy their record is not indicative of how good they are um, they've been struggling shooting the ball but they play Dayton nose to nose right till five minutes ago in the game the other day so they're coming off some a confidence builder in a loss um, we need to dictate the tempo she'll try to slow it down um, we need to speed it up uh, both teams grind it defensively um, we just we we have to score um, and we have to dominate the glass so we score, we dominate the glass, we got a good chance. We got a great chance. Uh, you mentioned the education day. Um, we're we're going to have we're going to have ten thousand people here. So we had to cut it off, oh, which means the uh, community has really rallied around that event. They've rallied around a bunch of our events around women's basketball. Um, and, and it's really, from my perspective, unbelievably rewarding to see how far we've come. And uh, that's that means we're making progress. We are making progress, and it's our job to put a great product on the floor. And, I, I you know, our players are, are truly role models. You know, uh, nine of our kids we recognized um, at the Academic Excellence. So they're not just great basketball players. They're, they're uh, terrific students. But uh, you're right about... Um, how far we've come it's come we've come a long way and in the spirit of national girls and women in sports that that the month of that it's black history month um all of uh it's breast cancer month it's you know the our 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 players in the world um um, reacting and and uh you know memorializing uh the kobe bryant and and his his daughter Gigi and all that that perished in the the plane crash those are all things that there's so much more I tell our players every day, there's it's there's more than you. It's just not about you. It's about so many other things. And when you look at how far we've come since I've been here with you, Chris, and, and your support and our, our our team of marketing promotions for our women's games, the kid the the education game to get back to that 
every year it's so loud in there and now we're adding even more more kids last year was a triple overtime game with Dayton and we hope to end that in regulation so our kids don't have to go back to school um, we want to take care of business early but uh, it'll be a great environment it, it will be the largest crowd uh, in school history for a women's basketball game it'll be extremely loud we will prepare ourselves by continuing to build momentum through February so we put a great product on the floor but it's exciting it's, it's exciting for what we do at St. Louis University, you know, with your leadership and with your team and all involved uh, as we run on the court and you see all those people in there, nobody does it better. Our education game and our pink game, nobody in the country, not just the A-10, does it better than we do. Well, it's, uh, as we've talked, St. Louis is a great city for basketball. It's a great city for girls' basketball. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's slowly becoming a great city for women's basketball. And for me, that's uh, really rewarding, especially as you kick into the Girls and Women in Sports Month. Um, We should all be pretty proud. And that's why we do it. We're going to have a great night tomorrow night. We welcome all the fans to come out. Don't worry. We play inside, so you don't have to worry about that snow you were talking about. That's an indoor game. That's right. But uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it. And all girls and women get in free. There you go. So come on in. Come and watch us. This group is really fun to to coach. Uh, I love them dearly. Uh, They're working hard, and and we're going to hope we make a little push here. Not a little, a big push here in February. All right. Thank you. You bet. All right, Billiken fans, we will see you in Chaffetz Arena soon. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Until next month, go Billikens.